It's kids in the corner world. Party time. Excellent. Really? 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 <laughs> we got to figure out a legit theme song because um, I think every week we just trying to just make noise. Yeah. And that's what we do. I wish I had the air horn. I would have done that at the end. Oh, yeah, girl. That would have been like Caribbean party style. Exactly. would have been hey. matching up two worlds. Bye. Yeah. Nice. Exactly. I could have just gave you a beat. Oh, there we go. Boom. Girl, it's on. On, on and pop the lock in. All right. So how you living? You know, I'm, I'm living good. I'm in this closet again. Once again. Um, I have a nice little drink. I said there's another new improvement in here. You know what? You got one more time to talk about my closet. Because I don't see you paying for a studio. What? Hit me with the realness. You got that I right. wasn't ready for that. That's okay. I wasn't ready. It just kind of came out. Yikes. Um, so what, what's up with you, Mimi Star? Not much, girl. Nothing What's much new girl. in your world? Nothing. Nothing. That's a lie. <laughs> You're not going to tell the folks the big news? No, I am not. You're not going to tell them? No. You're not going to tell them about the sock over the microphone? Oh, my God. Okay, you're talking about that. Okay, yeah. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Let me sip my Prosecco. You go ahead and sip your Prosecco. Yeah. So, I think it's that time. That time to uh, share things that... Most folks have already heard about, but we're going to tell them again anyway. Anyway. Okay. Go so, for it. I'm going to start off about talking about a problem. Well, I shouldn't call it a problem. Let me just lay this out, and then we'll discuss. What's the problem? It's about free-range kids. Have you heard about this? I've heard about this. Okay. So, for those of you who have not heard about this, um, it's basically a philosophy of parenting where people mm-hmm. are like, oh, my kids can kind of walk where they want, go where they want. Mm-hmm. They're free range. They're not constricted by these walls, by society, mm-hmm. by fences, mm-hmm. by curfews. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, they're just going at will. Right. And so I saw the one article I read in particular had to do with these two younger kids. I think they were like six and ten walking mm-hmm. home on a long stretch. Okay. And somebody saw them and then the kids were taken and called to CPS. So then that's when the parents came back and were like, you know, we're just free-range parents. They know what to do. They wait, know- wait, wait, wait. They, I'm sorry. I missed something. Hmm. So CPS was called on them because their kids were walking alone? But it was like a long stretch. So I'm trying to think of something that's comparable here. Like if you saw some kids maybe walking okay, San I've, Pablo and they were walking girl, from I've seen kids Berkeley to... On tr- all races, ethnicities, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a race thing because I didn't see all the business. Mm-hmm. But I've seen kids... On train rides, you know, the length of time I've been on train rides, sometimes like an hour. I've seen kids, you know, mm-hmm. all over the place here. So I don't get it. What's the what, what? Yeah, I think, I don't know. I didn't get into the nitty gritty of like what their ethnicity was or like the community it was. Maybe it was like a more conservative community. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I agree with the fact that if you raise your kids in a way where they're mindful of crossing the street, mm-hmm. uh, the wherewithal to like say no to strangers. Mm-hmm. And they're just walking home from school and there's two of them. I don't see anything wrong with that, per se. 
I don't necessarily either. It depends on the kid. I think it's the kid's personality. If it's a kid who's definitely more scary or, like, Mm -hmm. you know, definitely doesn't have that kind of confidence, I would be a little bit more hesitant to say, okay, I would feel comfortable with my kids being free-range, quote-unquote. Yeah, I agree. But what I disagree with, and I don't know if this is part of the free-range mentality Mm because I didn't dive into all of what they believe, Mm -hmm. but if it's, like, free-range and the fact that you don't have rules or don't have to respect me in my house and can just say whatever, then I'm not really feeling that part of it. That's different, and I, I doubt that's a CPS call. No, you know no, 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 no. The CPS thing was just an example for a free-range parent. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, it's like, I guess they get not wanting to constrict your kids, but at the same time, I think there should be some kind of boundaries. Yeah, of course, because, I mean, look, if I'm the person putting a roof over your head and food in that belly of yours, mm-hmm. I dare you to come to me and, like, talk to me like those kids on the Maury Povich show. <laughs> Because guess what? <laughs> and this might... It will be a problem. <laughs> and this a might be problem. controversial to say, but at the same time, I don't always, you know... I think there should, should be, like, very clear boundaries sometimes between kids and adults. Like, Me too. Sometimes when I see kids, like, just being talked to in a way that it's like, well, let me give you this option, and that option, and yeah. these options, and let's talk it out. I'm old school. It's you're like, getting you're getting peas and chicken for dinner. Thank you. I don't need to talk about, do you want the filet mignon this today? No. Do you want the quail under the glass? No. Look, if your ass want to eat, you're going to cook eat the food it. I made for Come you. Come on. Hello. Thank and I mean, you. I understand kids being picky eaters, but That's it's like, fine. you have to really read the menu? Like, oh, well, we could, no do this with, we could do this with some um, Parmesan, or we nope. could do this... With, nope. you know, some Gouda. Nope. Like, come on. No menu. It's what That's what I'm tonight. eating. That's what you're eating. You eat it or you go to bed hungry. Mm-hmm. The end, that's all. Yeah, I don't get that, you know, menu mentality. Mm-mm. That part of it, too. And again, that might be controversial. You know, if people want to raise their kids that way. Whatever. That's your prerogative. I'm not, you know, impeding on that. But at the same time. Whatever. I, I don't know. I just think that kids are kids. Thank you. They're kids for a reason. I know. It's like, come on. Not, You're an adult for a reason. I don't think everything has to be a dialogue like that. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you can just... You can. Like, look, I'm I'm all for parents who want to say, okay, you know, I want to teach my child how to think effectively, how to argue, how to question things. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you two are not friends. Right. That is your child. That's the difference. Because I think, like, and granted, I know a lot of people didn't ra- weren't raised this way, but I feel like when I was growing up, especially my parents were not my friends. They were not. <laughs> it wasn't until, you know, later in life yeah. that mm-hmm. I could have conversations with my mother mm-hmm. that were more like, you know, friend to friend. Mm-hmm. But please... I just, and I, you know, and my mom people, always told me that mm-hmm. I'm not your friend. Yeah, there was a clear differentiation. Yeah, she said, Your friends are at school. I am not your friend. I was like, Oh, I know. Okay. So there was very clear lines growing <laughs> Maybe that's why I feel the way I do because I was brought up that way, but at the same time, it's like, Ugh, Girl. I don't know. I don't know either. But I mean, I, I don't have a problem. But like I said, I don't have a problem with the parents, um, you know, letting their kids kind of explore the world on their own. Yeah. Right. Like, I know a lot of people, because there's a lot of dangers out there, and I get it, why mm-hmm. people would say, oh, my God, I can't imagine, or why would you, and blah, blah. And I get that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you can't stop everything all the time. Right. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's been since you, I mean, you hear about people who are, like, you know, in public places with their kids, broad daylight, kids get snatched, kids get hit by car, like, Mm-hmm. Terrible things happen right. all the time. So, I mean, you can't really prepare for anything. So, I mean, I kind of feel like 
I would rather not live in fear and mm-hmm. just like be, but I know this, I don't know, but I also too, like I am being a hypocrite right now because I remember hearing that story about that family that let that 16 year old girl like sail. Remember that story? Like oh, she sailed around yep. the world or something yep. real crazy. But I remember herself. it was also, oh, maybe this is a different story because I remember Let's hearing this one where, and I think this was on This American Life where the family had let an infant like travel with them. That's different. And no, the, but then it was controversial because the, that the to me wasn't a infant got sick and yeah. then they couldn't get into. No, I know exactly what you're talking about because you know me and this American life. Yeah. I have a condition. Mm-hmm. No, but I didn't think that was like a big deal because mm-hmm. number one, the dad was like. I disagree with you a little bit on that one. Really? Just because like the fact that the baby it wasn't got an, so sick. It wasn't an infant. The baby wasn't. It, it was wasn't a newborn, wasn't it? No. It was a kid. It was like one. It was a toddler. It was like one or two. Okay. Maybe they I'm had two kids. But either way, it wasn't mm-hmm. like, um, the problem is it's like they were having, the issue with that particular case is like the boat started having problems early on. Mm-hmm. And then like their call for help stuff was having trouble. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like they were supposed to be out on the water for that long. They had stops they were going to make, but the boat started having trouble. And then they were having problems like that. But the dad was like, you know, Super duper trained, like he had chartered, like, um, you know, like cruise ship kind of mm-hmm. vessels. Like he was trained to the T. Like he has some kind of coast, special, like Coast Guard mm-hmm. license or some shit like that. I think the fact for that doesn't have to do with the fact that the dad knew how to, you know, sail a ship. Uh-huh. I think it was more so like you put your kid at risk if something happens or they but need you medical put your attention. Kid at risk every day, though. But what if they need medical attention and you're at sea? What if you what need medical attention and you're stuck on bark? Yeah, no, granted that, but you have to say that getting off BART versus getting off in the sea, in the middle of the sea. No, I, I hear what you're saying, you know what but I mean? that's what I'm saying for me. But that, and it's I think, like, you can't. Because if I remember, I don't remember, like we were saying, we had the discrepancy what the exact age was. Yeah. But even so, I think the kid was vulnerable enough where those were like formative years. But you always If are. something went back. You always yeah, are. Yeah, I guess so. You always are, even as an adult, you mm-hmm. are. You can get a mosquito yeah, bite in your eye. Happen to them. Yeah. You can swallow mm-hmm. a bug and have an allergic reaction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, I don't, like, fault them for taking the kid because I think that it's a good experience for them to have. But I think, if I remember the age, that it was so young that that was what the Yeah, that's concern. where we're at a discrepancy because I don't mm-hmm. remember it being that. I feel like the kid was, like, one or two. Mm. So, yeah, still young, but it wasn't, like... I thought the other kid was. I thought it was, like, there was two kids and one mm. of them was really young and the other they one was, like, a young. toddler. They were both, like, yeah. I think, under, like, mm-hmm. five and under. I know they were young kids. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember being like a baby baby yeah but even if it was a baby baby like for me still mm-hmm. like maybe i'm just too hippie crazy i don't know I but don't know. i don't because to be honest let's think about this this fact as well like i'm sure you know in the 1800s there were babies going on vessels yeah but that's a lot of those kids <laughs> died young too but I'm saying, like, <laughs> that's neither here nor there but basically they were no, also I at being sea a baby though at i remember sea. it uh-huh mm-hmm. And, you know, they survived the trip, so... And that was with less technology available. This is true. Mm-hmm. But that's... I don't know, that's how I feel, though. Like, I don't feel like... I don't feel like they did anything that, um, you know, really put their family in danger that's that far off from doing everyday stuff. Like, honestly. Because mm-hmm. at least out there, they don't have to worry about being mugged. They don't have to worry about somebody shooting them in the head. They don't have to worry about mm-hmm. the everyday things that you deal with. They just have to worry about the Kraken. The Kraken. That's, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but now, I don't 
no, I because when I when I heard that story, I sided with the family. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just you know they just had a series of unfortunate events. Happen. Yeah, because remember the phone situation. So, that's, what and... that's what I'm talking about. It was like Damn. their 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 call for help thingy. Like yeah, whatever that thing is called. But yeah, you know, I just um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I, when I heard that story, I felt bad for the family, and I sided with the family, and mm-hmm. I just felt like people were giving them a hard time. Like mm-hmm. I understand why they gave people. The people gave them a hard time, but. Again, it's kind of like similar to like this free range kids, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're okay with them walking on their own and doing stuff on their own, but a lot of people are like, no, I would never, because this, this, this could happen. But but that can happen it. anywhere. Like exactly. to me, if it's the whole you know fear of the kids getting abducted or something else happening, that's one thing. But mm-hmm. from that situation, it just sounded like you know it was a a judgment call. People are like, well, how can you allow kids this young to walk this far? But that's what I'm saying. Not every kid is the same. Yeah, it really to me depends on their personality and how. Right. Because kind of like how you know certain kids could be in a different country and mm-hmm. like take public transit on their own. Right. Exactly. And some kids just like uh, no. uh-huh. I don't know. If I, I don't think I yeah. want you to even <laughs> go to the corner store for some milk. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> so you know, I don't know. Well, just a little little change. Okay. So did you hear about how um, Miss Monique released the emails between, like, her and Lee Daniels and Lee Daniels' no, people? I didn't hear about that. So basically, okay, so if you don't know the story, um, for those who don't know, Monique has expressed how she was supposed to be Cookie in Fox's Empire, which is a fucking awesome show. And... Um, God, what's wrong with my brain? I cannot think of a person. Taraji uh, mm-hmm. Henson plays Cookie, which to me, I can't see any other person playing that role but Taraji mm-hmm. because she kind of has that certain kind of, you know, je ne sais quoi <laughs> required for this particular role. So anyway, you know, there's this, there's just this, this thing that's been going back and forth between Monique and Lee Daniels, and, you know, she was saying that he blackballed her after... Um, at the precious yeah. and stuff like that, right? So basically, she was telling everybody, "Well, she should have been the original cookie, but you know, whatever happened, happened with the role." Blah blah blah. So of course, nobody believes her. I mean, nah, hell, I didn't. I'm like, mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm still, you know, a little suspect because I haven't seen the actual emails, mm-hmm. but she did release them, and Uh-oh. she was saying that, you know, she sent an email to Lee Daniels, basically, because she was saying like, you know. I had to send him this email because I didn't want him to be blindsided and I love the brother and stuff like that. But basically, you know, I'm paraphrasing. She told him, you know, I, I'm doing this because I don't feel like what you're doing is correct with regards to my character and my integrity. And that's really important to me and blah, 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 blah. So my thing is. Oh, and she's also been promoting that movie, too. You know she has that movie Blackbird. Yeah, I saw that. So I almost feel like, you know, maybe it's, you know, part of this is to promote the movie that she's doing with her Mm -hmm. husband and uh, uh, Isaiah Washington. But, and that's, you know, I don't know. I have to check out the movie. But that's neither here nor there. But I just really find it interesting that she feels like she's got to go to that length to... Yeah, just to show. Yeah. Well, part of me wonders if, I mean, that's a role of a lifetime. Look 
mm-hmm. at what's happened to the show, people's mm-hmm. careers. Mm-hmm. I really want to know if it got canceled from Fox. I don't know. Because I haven't really done some digging. I just saw that one article. But even so, if they're in conversations with other networks, someone else is going to pick them up. Yeah, I don't know. But can we stay on track here? Okay, sorry. What do you think about that? What do you think about her releasing um, those emails? I mean, to me, it's a little... Because then you go slipping into darkness. It's a little redundant, because it's like, we, you already said that you were offered this part. For you to have to, like, show emails... To me, it's going down further to you damaging your relationship mm-hmm. with Lee Daniels. That's what I'm saying, because, like, you did not need to release those mm-hmm. emails. Yeah, to me, it seems a little childish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a bit dramatic, too. Because, like, in one of the things, like, I guess she had she had done a screen test, and in one of the emails from, um, not Lee Daniels, but from his representative, it said something like, um, you know, this is a time-sensitive matter, and Lee really does not want Monique to miss this opportunity. And I just, I don't know. Like, like I said, I have not seen the actual emails. Mm-hmm. But I just find it really hard that she would have been, like, a front-runner for this yeah, I just role. don't see I don't her see fitting it. that role just because it's Me like either. her acting style. I just don't see it. Yeah. I can't see it. I mean, it's one thing if she's in the consideration set, but she's been in Hollywood long enough to know even yeah. if you screen test for something, it doesn't mean that you're going to get the exactly. role. Exactly. And doesn't. I mean, that's just, you know, take from her talent or anything, mm-hmm. but I just cannot see her. And granted, I'm not a casting agent, but I just mm-hmm. cannot see her. I can't see her as Cookie. I mm-hmm. just can't. And maybe initially they thought of her for the role, and then she read for the role, and they were like, oh, that's not the direction we're going. But I still Who can't. Knows, I you still know? could not see her. Not her and Terrence Howard. Like, they would have to have cast a different leading man. Because yeah. as a person who's, you know, you think about, like, Hustle and Flow, I think mm-hmm. that was, like, that movie that just really, like, kind of put them together in a yeah, lot of people's Yeah, their chemistry minds. is just, like... Their chemistry is out of control. Boom. So, like, I could see her as Cookie if they did not have, what's his name? What, what I just said his fucking name, and I forgot that fast already. Who, Terrence Howard? Terrence Howard, thank you. <laughs> Girl. Where is your mind at? I don't even know. Where's your head? It's gone. But, yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I could see her as Cookie if Terrence Howard was not the leading man. Yeah. I also, possibly, mm-hmm. though. Because it's hard. Because, you know... Taraji, man. She just owns that role. I think she does it so well. I just feel like that's just her. You know, I feel like that's just so legit. Like, it's just hard. Like, you just, I don't know. I can't picture anybody else. No, neither can I. Mm -mm. So, yeah, I think it's like, you know, if her and Lee Daniels are already having beef, I don't know why she would go that step farther. You know what I'm saying? You said what? To release the emails. If they're already having beef, like, why would they go that step farther just to be like, oh, well, you know, here are the emails between us. Yeah, and to me, like, releasing emails, it, I don't know, it's it's pretty hardcore, because that's really personal, mm-hmm. you know? And it's always such a big deal. Right. Like, when stuff gets released. Like, mm-hmm. remember, like, when the whole Kevin Hart thing and the Sony execs, or whoever the fuck they were, were talking about, you mm-hmm. know, saying the negative comments that they were saying about him, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, my God! And it's like, dude, yeah, it's like, you releasing emails, it's like, opening Pandora's box, bro. Mm. I need to fucking stop saying, bro. Yeah, I got a bro kick. I don't know why I don't I keep know where that, that came shit. from. That's definitely your thing now, I though. Hate it. I don't know why, because you're doing it a lot. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> For someone who hates it, you definitely are saying it a lot. It always comes out, bro. Mm. Bro. Ooh. Mm. I don't know how mm. that got stuck in there, but it's stuck in there. Maybe because you work good. with the bros. 
But this is my thing, though. Mm. Like, what do you think is really going to come out of this? Like, you think that she's going to get, like, an apology from Lee Daniels or he's going to say something? Like, No, I doubt it, too. But I'm Mm -hmm. like, what's the point? That's what I'm saying. saying. It just seems childish to me. Yeah, it's just like, I think it's just to promote her movie. Mm -hmm. Maybe it is a publicity stunt. Maybe Mm -hmm. he knows about it already, too. He's like, okay, this is a publicity stunt you're doing. Maybe they already talked about it. There's a lot that happens behind the scenes. I mean, that would make sense. Mm -hmm. You think about, like, the old school, like, rap beefs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They were a lot of more friends. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. just like, okay, well, let's do this. Make some money. Yeah. So, so maybe that's part of the, anything's possible, the game. Girl. So, I mean. Anything's possible. I hope so, because it sucks, too, that their relationship got kind of not But really. she didn't do anything after Precious. Do you remember seeing her in anything other than, like, reality well, what TV? what I read that was hard for her is that she won the Oscar... And so there was roles that she would read for before that she wouldn't do. It was she was like now in the Oscar kind of category, so she was like kind of in that limbo where it's like, what roles yeah, do I read for? Yeah, I've seeing something like that. Like, yeah. was, they weren't giving her trying to give her no money. Yeah, for parts, mm-hmm. they were still trying to give her pre-Oscar money. Was <laughs> they giving her post-Oscar money? Exactly. So it's hard to me. I don't know what I've observed. Granted, I'm not in Hollywood. I don't know the first thing about Hollywood. But from what yeah. I've observed. Is that if you really want to come back, you make an indie film, or something, or just do something that just you know like, what I'm gets you, yeah, yeah. something kind of edgy, an unknown director, and you come back. That's what I'm saying, because yeah. Mr. Beast of the Southern Wild, he just walked around the neighborhood and was like, "I want you, I want you in my movie, I want you mm-hmm. in my movie," and that shit got nominated. So I don't know, crazy, girl. Mm. little Kevin Janae. Beast in it. I crazy, don't know, girl. crazy. I don't know. So one thing I gotta talk about, and I know everyone is talking about it. Oh, Jessica Christ. Is the interview. The interview. The interview with Bruce Jenner. Did you see it? I have not, but I've seen clips from it. What? And girl, so, how are you gonna bring up the interview? Well, one quote I'm gonna bring up that okay. I read about was the Kanye one. Okay. So you watched the whole interview, yes? Yes. So this is a clip I saw in the most articles about where they were saying that the most supportive sibling has been Kim. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons she says that she's been so supportive is because Kanye was the one who was like, you know, I have the best Black man the saves the day! He came in the best wife in the world, the best daughter. And, but if I couldn't be myself, mm-hmm. then I have nothing. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. But that's, but that's it's the truth. It's the absolute mm-hmm. truth. At the end of the day, if you can't be yourself, what do you have? You ain't got a goddamn thing but a freaking Oscar because you've been performing your whole fucking yeah. life, mm-hmm. you know? So, I don't know. How did you feel about the rest of the interview? I liked the I'm going to watch it anyway so you can repeat. I liked the interview. And, I mean, from what I could tell, you know, he seemed, he was being... I feel like he was being very sincere. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like a publicity stunt for the show, like... I don't know. I just kind of felt for him mm-hmm. because you know what, you know, Mr. Mr. Olympics, Mr. You know, medal winner, Mr. Wheaties, Mr. Bruce Jenner, the winner. Yeah. Mr. <laughs> Man, Bruce Jenner. Mm-hmm. Like I, I felt bad because I was like, it had to be hard for him to have to live up to what the world saw him as for so many fucking years. Like, do you say that in there? Really? Like, it's just been hard living this double life? Not in so many words, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he he talked about that. So, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I thought it was sincere. Mm-hmm. And I just really felt bad for him. But I also felt good for him that he was, as Miss Oprah would say, living in his truth, okay? Yep. Living his truth. So, I mean, yeah, it's just... It's me. I, I recommend you watch it. Yeah, I'm I going thought to. it was a good interview. 
And Diane Sawyer, she's not like, you know how Barbara Walters will be like, I love Barbara Walters, by the way, but, uh. you know, she'll kind of like, she'll sneak in yeah. and like kind of jab. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was wondering if there's any questions about, like, Chris and she, their marriage. Yeah, you just watch it. I'll watch but it, But I'm just okay. saying, like, she she's not the kind of interviewer. Like, she's, you know, she'll ask, I don't really call them tough questions, but, mm-hmm. you know, Diane Sawyer is pretty, like, chill. She's mm-hmm. not, so it wasn't like, you know... He was asked stuff that you felt like, damn, she caught him off guard or mm-hmm. something like that. That's Barbara Walters. Then right. I'm like, ooh. Mm-hmm. But, no, Diane Sawyer is pretty tame. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I, I appreciated what he had to say. And I feel like, um, you know, for anybody that's going through something similar, like, it, you know, it's something they can maybe look to feel inspired by a possible... Like, I, I thought it was a good interview. Mm-hmm. Like, it totally changed how I felt about the whole situation. Because initially, when I was hearing stuff, and I think just because it's coming out of the Kardashian camp, that it was just publicity, right? Like, yeah, I thought that initially as well. Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. they just doing some bullshit so he yeah. can have a show, so, you know, Chris can make some more money, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But then after seeing this, I was like, oh, wait, like, no, this is for real. Mm-hmm. Like this, And, you know, you read about the different stuff you see, you know, or you'll hear about the different stories about whatever, them finding high heels or, you yeah, know, like the little stuff you, you hear mm-hmm. over the years. But, like I said, I always just felt like a lot of that stuff was just for the show. Right. Just so they could just get more viewership, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, no, like this interview really just changed how I felt about everything. Wow. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I, yeah, I felt bad, but I also felt like, you know what, you go, Bruce. Yeah, that's a hard thing, like, especially, you know, being an athlete, probably, mm-hmm. in this really masculine industry, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden has mm-hmm. to be like, oh, by the way, I actually kind of want to be a woman. Yeah, because I think anything is harder when mm-hmm. it's in the public eye, depending, because, right. like, even on the show, like, I ain't gonna lie, like, oh, I probably shouldn't admit this, but I did uh, watch, like, the first season or so of the Kardashians, because I was just, uh, I didn't know. You got sucked I got in sucked the tractor in. beam. I I've did. seen a little episode, I watched the wedding one. I never watched that. Her and Chris but then at that point, I was like, no. But I feel like I watched, like, I wasn't, like, hardcore, but I did watch, like, first season, mm-hmm. kind of, like, episodes and stuff like that. Or I don't know if it was first season. I don't know. One of those seasons. But I have seen the sh- some of the shows. And I never felt like he really was wanting to be a part of mm-hmm. the whole mix. Like, even though you'd see him. I don't yeah. know. It was weird. But, Like, yeah, he seemed just, very devoted to his kids. Like, the episodes I have mm-hmm. seen. He always seemed like he was present he with the kids. Like he, yeah. So I don't know. Like I, I mean, I wish him well. Because mm-hmm. I know it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be tough for him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean. And I know I'll watch the too. interview, but you I have to ask it. you this before I watch it. So did they also cover kind of like operations? Like, is that something that he's gonna pursue? Yeah, he is. I don't. Rem- but see, I don't remember. Ooh, I wonder if that's mm-hmm. the part I missed. I don't remember mm. that part. Yeah, I, I don't know if that was too personal to kind of get into that, but I figured if it was a tell-all interview, they have to, they have to touch on it, no? Maybe, because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure they did, but my Hulu was such that sometimes it'll kind of, like, my connection here, mm-hmm. it'll, like, skip. Like spaz out. And I'll have to, like, rewind stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think they did talk about that. Wow, that's a big commitment, so that means he's all in. The chips yeah. are in. Yeah, because he's already started mm-hmm. the hormonal treatments. He's already started the hormones. Wow. So, Yeah. My, honestly, my heart goes out to to anyone who it's like if you're born in a certain body and you don't feel comfortable. Because mm-hmm. I can't, you know, personally, it's like, thankfully, you know, my gender, you know what I mean? If it, my, I shouldn't say thankfully, but I just mean like I haven't had, hadn't had well, to experience that. Well, I guess in a sense that. it is thankfully because it's But like I can only imagine, let's say, if like I was a woman and all the whole time I was like, I feel I identify as a man. Yeah. I can only imagine how that, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So it, it definitely, and that's why I appreciate it too, because I feel like, you know, if you're somebody who maybe is not familiar with, you know, what it is, mm-hmm. or, you know, have ever really known anybody like that, like, I think that it gives it a very, um, I won't say sympathetic, and it's, well, it can cause you to have a more sympathetic eye, and a more understanding eye, not that anybody's looking for sympathy from anybody, mm-hmm. but I think that, not sympathy, empathy, that's the word I'm looking mm-hmm. for. It gives you a more empathetic eye, because I think that too many people are just like, bleh, bleh, judgy, mm-hmm. judgy, you know. Well, I think when people see black and white and they don't see gray, that's probably where it comes in a lot, where it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, you're either a man or a woman. Exactly. It's like, well. And some people <laughs> have a real hard time. Like, they just, it has to be one or the mm-hmm. other. But yeah, I, I appreciate the interview, and mm-hmm. I recommend anybody, you know, I think people should watch it. And I don't know if it's just like living in the Bay Area or just being exposed to stuff, but I feel like there's so many variations of things that you can be. You could be a woman who identifies yourself as a mm-hmm. gay man who only has sex with men. It's like there can be so many different I scenarios. I think that's what's great about growing up in the Bay, though. Mm-hmm. Like you have so many exposures to stuff that you just like whatever. Don't I feel even like think I'm totally desensitized it. to like someone could tell yes. me that they like you know getting pigs' feet and rubbing it you know on their genitals <laughs> and that and I would just be like you know I'm like okay you know that just must be your as fetish. Long as you ain't okay. no baby, support yeah. nobody. Yeah. Okay, that's all. That's yeah. That's where you where but I. But that's what I'm saying though. It's like yeah. I'm with mm-hmm. you. Like you can't tell me anything. Yeah. Like for the and most his part, thing isn't I even like a like, sex okay, thing. It's just like it's a not... gender identity thing. It's completely different. But yeah, he did make a statement about that though. He oh, said, he did? Oh. yeah, he said that. Um, and I'm paraphrasing. And you know me, I'll I'll miss a quote if I'm not reading it. Especially you know the prosecco be taking its toll. Prosecco, 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 prosecco. prosecco. Every day is prosecco. I know, girl. Getting gassy. Prosecco. But no, he said that. His, you know, like I said, this is paraphrasing, but basically he was saying, like, yeah, he loves, you know, being a woman or, you know, look dressing up a woman, being a woman or whatever. And he loves women, but he doesn't consider himself a lesbian. And I think that oh. confuses a lot of people when they huh. hear him say that. They're like, uh, what does that mean? Yeah. Or, yeah. So I think for people who, like I said, just don't have certain exposures. They're going to be scratching their head. Mm-hmm. That's going to really fry their noodle. But oh, I think at the end like, of the but day... But you were with Chris. So exactly. does not compute. And I was like, at the end of the yeah. day, I just feel like, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. That's his sex life. I mean... <laughs> you know, like, why does it need a label? Mm-hmm. I was like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I hope other people in the community reach out to him, like Chaz Bono. Maybe. Yeah, you know, at least have someone who's like... I feel like I need to watch this interview again, because I'm mm-hmm. wondering, like, did this stuff come up? Because, see, you know, I watched it during a time where... I maybe wasn't all there when I was watching Uh-oh. it. You were partial. But I liked it. Mm-hmm. But, it, yeah, I'm sure there are things I probably... I like to answer her a lot. Like, I think she has a good interview Because she's style. just, she's very soft. Mm-hmm. It's like a sweet kind of, like... It's like a neighbor or something. Yeah. Like, who, ta- who am I talking to? The neighbor. Yeah. Hmm. It's like that, that nice auntie. So, who's the cute boy in your class that you think is adorable? Talk to me about him. And Open you're like, up. okay, auntie. Yeah, it's one of those things. She, like, passes the McDonald's fries. Uh-huh. Have another fry. Uh-huh. Here, have another too. Let's <laughs> color. Like, you know, she slides in like that. But I, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I say, you know what? I'm down yeah, you for gotta Bruce. you got to be you. You got to be who you are. I'm down for Bruce, mm-hmm. It sucks, though. The rest of his family sounds like they're not. Well, does, he didn't say they weren't on board. It just sounded like. No, they weren't on board. So he didn't say is. that. And, yeah. like, I thought it was funny, too. And I actually saw this online. I guess um, Perez Hilton decided he was going to talk some mess about Chris Jenner. So Perez Hilton had tweeted something saying, like, oh, 
um, Bruce's, um, two of Bruce's ex-wives had very kind and supportive things to say, but there was no comment from Kris Jenner. So, supposedly Kris Jenner fired back and was like, fuck you, Perez. Mm. Um, I wasn't asked for a statement, and me and Bruce are sitting here watching his show right now. Ooh, I was like, okay, girl. Bam. Because, <laughs> I mean, look. I don't agree with everything that she mm-hmm. does, but I can fucking appreciate that they shit. They can still be friends, damn. Like, what No, you but I'm like, saying in general as a person, like, I can oh, appreciate that she her, back. like, started mm. from the bottom, now she here kind of oh, shit. Oh, that kind of stuff. Oh. That? So yeah, it's she like, definitely yeah. is a hustler. Uh-huh. There's no... I can respect but the I, hustle. But that's what I'm saying, but, but, like, so I'm not necessarily a fan of hers mm-hmm. per se. I can appreciate who she is and what she's done, but I'm not necessarily a fan. But when she said that, I was like, girl... Mm-hmm. Yes. Check. I will stand behind. I will stand by you. But that's a little one. grimy on his part. But he's like that all around. Girl, I don't care. Mm. But yeah, I, I I appreciated that. So yeah, that's what's what mm-hmm. with that. So what do you got? So this is similar. It's like a sad story because I'm always. I know. I thought we were keeping it pseudo light this week. It's light. Well, it's not light. Pseudo. It's not. But it's just like one of those things. Okay, so. I don't know if you heard about this, but there was a death row inmate who, um, by the name of Glenn Ford, who got out of jail because, like, some evidence happened. This was last year. Some evidence came up last year showing that the man wasn't even at the scene of the crime when the crime happened. Totally innocent. He was in jail for 31 years. What? 31 years. Years. Call cereal. Girl, he got out. Okay, he is now 66. And so the prosecutors, because they did this thing, um, ABC's Nightline, like, filmed the encounter between the prosecutors. And he's, like, dying of cancer, too, which is even fucking worse, right? Mm. So you get out of jail just to die from cancer. And the state or anything, they didn't even give him any money. So, you know, like a lot of times when, like, prisoners or, or people are wrongfully convicted, they get mm-hmm. money. He hasn't got anything. Mm. He's been living off of donations and stuff. What? Mm. So, this is the crazier part. So, one of the prosecutors went and did, like, an apology and made, like, a public apology to him. And, you know, they filmed it for the show. And, basically, the man was like, okay, well, yeah, like, I get that you're very sorry. But, you know, he said... But it cost me 31 years of my life. I'm sorry, but I can't forgive you. Yeah, because you can never get that time you back. You can't get Are that you time me? back. What's, what's sorry going to do? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. Uh, and I'm dying of cancer. I'm surprised that man didn't go ham on him. Girl. I would have been like, well, you're going to say sorry? Because he's 66 and dying of cancer. And then probably if he put his hands on him, he'd go right back to jail. Oh, no, but I know he, he wouldn't. But I it's know. just like, at least it's got like irate. Like, uh, sorry. No, like, at least a little disgruntled. Because like, dude. I just couldn't believe that. And so I'm saying he's not getting any money. He's not getting anything. He's not getting any kind of funding. He's just surviving. So to wow. go from 30, 31 years in prison to just surviving and you're dying of fucking cancer. Mm. To have the motherfucker that put you away come to you and say, I'm sorry on TV. Please. Mm. Please. It's down in Shreveport, Louisiana. And Damn. I love Louisiana. Well, I love New Orleans. I ain't been nowhere else, but I love New Orleans. <laughs> but no, it's just like, I 
don't even know. How, I didn't even know. Like when I read this, I didn't even know how to wrap my mind around that because. Can we get a Kickstarter for him? Something? Like, damn, I'll man. contribute to Girl, it. Girl, like, they can get that shit. man a car who was walking like, 20 miles and he didn't have his little ex-girlfriend. <laughs> tell him he owe her $50,000. He needs a little That's something. Crazy. He what? needs something. Yeah. Oh, my God. 31 years. Because uh-uh. I'm like, because I mean, the, the prosecutor is saying he should be completely um, compensated to every extent possible because of the flaws of the system that destroyed his life and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, it wasn't the flaws of the system, bitch. It was you. You decided mm-hmm. to prosecute him based on whatever evidence you did or did not have. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit happens all the time. Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. It's so crazy. This is one incident, but there's probably, I hate to say this, but... Oh, it's a lot of incidents like this. This Thousands, is not... Uh, if this not is, yeah. more... You know what I this mean? This is not unique. Think about the dude. Think about that guy. And I'm so upset that I cannot think of his name right now. But he was that black man who was on death row. And they had the evidence showing that Mm -hmm. he did not do it. And they fucking killed him anyway. I'm going to look his name up because, like, I feel horrible that I cannot remember his name. I remember crying. Like, I cried crocodile tears when they killed that man. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, this stuff is not unique. Stuff is not unique. So, yeah. Oof. I know. I took the wind out of my sails. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Because that's I the know. thing. That's like the shittiest part about it. It doesn't have anything to do with money. It's just time. No, I mean, obviously that saying, he doesn't have money now. But I mean, like, that's a, you can never reverse that. You like, all those years that. that are lost of his life. Troy Davis. His name was Troy Davis. I don't know if you remember that, but Troy Davis, Mm -hmm. and he was on death row, and they had evidence showing that he didn't do it, and they killed him anyway. They killed him anyway. Oof. Mm Mm-hmm. That is crazy. That's why I appreciate, like, you know, programs like the Innocence Act and stuff like that, because, you know... They, at least somebody's trying. At least somebody's trying to bring this to to light. Mm-hmm. right the wrongs that have been made by our justice system. Yes. And it's really unfortunate. Especially if you're poor. Yeah, you add like, black to it. You oh. might as well forget about it. Man, like we were talking about last week, being poor is not a crime. It's not a crime, but shit. Mm. It feels like it in this country sometimes. Mm. I don't know. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make it all heavy. Damn, yeah, I'm like thinking about heavy, things now. Heavy. I'm thinking I got about so heavy on you. I'm sorry. Okay, then bring us back. We can up. go into a whole different tangent of being. Yeah, I don't want to go there though. And like, I didn't mean being to black do that. isn't a crime. Being oh, poor isn't I don't want to go there. See, that's what I'm saying. We can go. Because this is my life. We can go deeper. I want to go there. Deeper. I want to go there. Okay, let's bring it up. Okay, bring it up then. I'm doing a little follow-up from last week. What you got, girl? About the $29 a week challenge. Oh. So, women, motherfucking Paltrow, mm-hmm. didn't finish. She broke down. Don't quote me here. Girl. I want to say day three and ate some chicken and bought some new vegetables. Okay. And said this shit was hard. Uh, uh bitch. Really? That's what we knew was going to be hard in the beginning. Especially if you're trying to survive off of five limes for a week. <laughs> the fuck was she doing? Hello? Just like you said, mm-hmm. what is she doing with all these goddamn limes? Girl, I don't know. 
Maybe she thought tequila would make her feel full. Oh my. I don't know. <laughs> to me, that is lame as fuck. I'm sorry. I'm going to be on record saying that shit is lame as fuck. How are you going to sign can up we, to can do a challenge? Can we both be on record saying that? Yeah. Lame as fuck? With some cilantro and yeah, like, for a week? Well, my whole thing, how the fuck shit. are you going to take a challenge and not even complete it and be like, whoops, sorry, and didn't even thoughtfully buy your groceries no. for the $29 a week? That's what I'm what saying. a fucking poser. That, like you said, I can't you said get it last that. week that mm-hmm. lets you know just how fucking out of touch she is. Because mm-hmm. if you are trying to survive, trying to survive, you are not buying five goddamn limes. Because mm-hmm. limes, I'm sorry, if you only have $29. Where'd she go, Vons? What's girl, an expensive place in LA? Because those where did five she go? limes are like $2 right there at least. And that's depending on where you go. And no one hurts probably with the Whole Foods. So they're probably like $10 for those damn limes. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. She had a day's worth of food. A day's worth of food. Based on that picture, that's like three years. She should have bought herself some pasta, some basil, made some pesto or some shit. She didn't have any canned goods. She didn't have any pasta. She didn't have nothing. That's why I was like, when you were telling me this, I'm like, uh, that's what I said. I remember I was like, are they trying to be funny? Because. That's what I don't like, because it's like, if you're going to be a celebrity and put yourself out there to really legit do a challenge, but I know everyone's work ethic is different, but at least fucking try to finish it Mm. the best you can. Or be smart about trying to finish it. Yeah. You know, because what she bought was not smart. I want to know where she went. I want to know how she thought she was going to eat that shit for a week. <laughs> that picture, I something I still, like, That looked like left. the ingredients for one meal. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> now, she had enough of each one. I said, okay, mm-hmm. maybe she can stretch it out for a day. Yeah. But that was a week. Eat a lot week. of hard-boiled eggs, I guess, with some that green onions. That was not a week. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, I feel like, yeah... It should show that it's hard, but it should also show the kind of stuff that you have to buy when you don't have any fucking money. Exactly. You cannot buy a lot of produce. Mm -hmm. You cannot buy a lot of fresh meat. Buying some blue box macaroni and cheese. That's what I'm saying. It's It's like, like, and even that's expensive. Where was her head at? You. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Like, that's not the kind of stuff that you can really buy. That's she was shopping like she had went a paltrow budget. Thank you. Not fucking twenty nine dollars. But that's a week. What I'm, that's the whole because that's yep. yeah. My thing is this: to show that somebody has to survive off twenty nine dollars a month, you need to show how much nutrients they are missing because they cannot afford to buy legit shit. You're not getting the do you know the 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 mm-hmm. the nutrition you need? I like what are you saying like the blue box mm-hmm. fucking. Mac and macaroni. cheese or like You're not something. getting it from Top Butter Ramen. Butter on pasta. You're not it's getting like, it you know, from, it's... you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the processed foods mm-hmm. that you have to buy because they're cheaper because they couldn't last them. Mm-hmm. I said, shut up, Gwyneth. That's the thing. And here's the thing. I don't know if she really was like honest about it when she gave her statement, but I hate that poser ass bullshit. It's like, Me if you can't do it, too. she should have just came and been like, look, I really underestimated this when I bought five limes and two bunches of green onions and Thank some you. eggs. I really should have been smarter about this challenge. Let me try this again. Something. But it's like, I knew from a little Instagram photo, that shit was stupid. But that's what I'm saying. But it's helpful, too, because it shows that you can't buy shit, really. Right. Mm -hmm. Unless it's like that. So, I mean, it's helpful, but it's also like, girl, take a seat somewhere and get out of here. Yeah, that's the thing that I think is hard is the self, I shouldn't say self-righteousness, but the whole life, I'm going to do the $29 a week. But yeah, but we, I don't like her anyway. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't even understand why my hatred runs so deep. I just don't. My like whole thing her. is that she just seems like she's so like self-important for no yeah, reason. No fucking reason. <laughs> like yeah, you're in Hollywood, but it's like there's a lot of people in Hollywood. Yeah. 
<laughs> this is true. Mm-hmm. And everybody don't be tripping like you be tripping. Mm-hmm. Everybody don't get down like that. I think I'm going to start saying that. What? Everybody in flex. I'm just like certain words. I'm just going to use a southern accent Ooh. because I think they're cute. Uh-oh. You know why, though? You're going the Gwyneth route. Not no. authentic. I, it's not. But it's more out of appreciation and not just Ooh. to be a dick. Interesting. No, because you know what? what? You know how much I love Janelle Monet and her new that mm-hmm. yoga video? Yoga. Mm-hmm. So when they say flex, they don't say flex. They say flex. So I think yeah, I'm going to start saying cute. flex like that because I like it. <laughs> <laughs> just going to do a new inflection. Yep. Flex. Inflection. Flex. All right. That's fine. Okay. So I'll 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 stay on the let's lift it up higher path. Okay, let's do that. So oh, I thought we we're going to shit bag. This is good. Let's raise it up. Written no, let me raise it. Okay, I'm yeah, gonna raise, raise it, up. it up. Let me raise up one before we take it. I back really down. want you to raise it up. Okay. So you know, my auntie Oprah oh, was recently said. What? Oh. You know for my auntie. You huh? know her and my mom wear that same like curly hair. Really? There you go. Okay, not no, really. No, I love but... her. A lot of people hate her. I don't know why I they do. I don't know do. why they do. They're stupid. I still watch the reruns. Girl. We could talk about episode for episode right yes, now. Yes, we could. We could spend like 20 years talking <gasps> the about The Thomas Jefferson Oprah. episode. Oh my goodness. The Monticello episode Ooh. is the same episode as the Thomas Jefferson one. Well, I mean, yeah. The buried Monticello. one. Ooh. But she just has so many... The Nazi one. I'm going to bring it up now, even though before I was not singing the praises of Broad City, even though I am now, because there I finally go. was in a good Boom, that's because I'm annoying as hell about that shit. I told y'all, I'm going to tell you now, if I like something, I'm probably going to talk about it way yeah, too much I don't on this really, podcast. But you know me, like, I can huh. give a rat's ass about you being annoying about a show, because I'll be like, goodbye, girl, I don't mm-hmm. care. No, but, like, she has that tramp stamp of Oprah on her back, and I love that. <laughs> and her little thing above her bed. <laughs> oh, I know. But, I mean, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't go as far as getting the, the tattoo. Or, mm-hmm. You say that now. You never know. You might feel differently one day. I won't. Mm. I'm at that age now where certain things just make sense. You're a lady of a certain age. No. Okay. So, Auntie mm-hmm. Oprah mm-hmm. was at um, Stanford University's uh, oh, Memorial that. Church on Monday to talk mm-hmm. about you know, how she feels is the best way to live a meaningful life and stuff like that. And basically, you know, she kind of told the people there to just kind of take a moment and just stop and breathe and just kind of feel and understand their own personal energy. And what she said to them was, you know, open your heart and quietly to yourself say the only prayer that's ever needed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. She said, you're still here. You get another chance this day to do better and be better. Another chance to become more of you, um, of who you were created to be, and that you're created to fulfill. Thank you. Amen. And when I read that, I was like, okay. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. That's all I need to hear for the rest of my life because it's so legit. Like, I don't even understand the I magic that is Oprah, but it's magical. When she thought about this, like, was she at her gazebo? At Girl, Martin's was she Vineyard? at her thinking tree? With Yeah, with her dog. After like, she just finished feeding her koi fish? I don't know. It's like when she happened upon this, like, these pearls maybe of wisdom. She, maybe she was harvesting her garden. Maybe. Bringing those giant ass heads of lettuce that she was showing on her Instagram. Did you see that shit on her Instagram? I saw that. Girl, that lettuce was bigger than her head, like two times the size. She is just. I don't even understand. I'm glad you ended it on that note because it was just the perfect uplift. Because it's it's Auntie Oprah. Oof. I know. 
I know. She can do no so wrong. How do you feel book. about that? How do you feel about that? I because that's clearly the truth. Yeah, it is. I mean, I just, I just feel like, like again, I don't understand how people cannot like her. I don't because either. I think she does it in a way that's not pushy. She does it in it's a way not. like here. I'm gonna go on record right now saying go I don't on know record. Who fucking gets on my nerves, Doctor Phil. Fuck his that bald head. ass gets on my nerves. He gets on my like nerves a too. Motherfucker, because he's a fucking he, media whore. Sorry, I'm cussing like a sailor. No, no, it's fine because it's usually me. Ooh, it's nice to have you be the one. Like, I time. know we're switching it up. No, because the fact that he had Bobby Christina's boyfriend on his show and he hurt <sighs> his mama and they were doing all this crazy stuff. It's like Doctor Phil. I just hate that shit. It's like you know what I'm saying. Like he seems like so self righteous to me. Like I have answers. Like to me, Oprah never comes across that way. She, she, uh, yeah. See, the it's a fine line, and I never felt like Oprah was like I have the answers. Mm-hmm. I always felt like Oprah She's was sharing like her I, yes, yeah, sharing her wisdom, and she says mm-hmm. I have suggestions for you. Exactly. That's, That's different a from difference. telling you what the fuck to uh-huh. do. I am suggesting that you do this. Mm-hmm. It would behoove you to do this, so do it. Mm-hmm. I so, know no. Dr. Phil is part of her camp, but at the same time, I don't it's mean, like, but Seb, I mean, but she is uh, she's a smart businesswoman, right? Well. Exactly. Doctor Phil is money, mm-hmm. so <laughs> I mean, money just not equate. It's money, money, mm-hmm. money. Yeah, they ain't homies like Ooh. that. Yeah, they but... cool, but they ain't like having tea together and shit. You know. And also, isn't he like a hardcore Republican? And... I don't know his personal life like that, to be honest. Because the only so reason I, I know that is because Kathy Griffin. I saw her stand up on TV one time, and she uh-huh. was talking about um, Jane Fonda. Uh-huh. And her and um, Dr. Phil were uh-huh. backstage at some show. Uh-huh. And Dr. Phil was like, oh, oh, oh Jay Fonda. And Jay Fonda was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I like, dog him. Yeah, just like straight dogged him. Like, I love Jane Fonda. <laughs> like, get out of my face. Because <laughs> she an she a old school baddie, baddie. She a baddie. So funny. I love Jane Fonda. But no, I just, yeah, like she just, I don't know. I, I, I can remember, like, crying when her show went off the air. Remember when they did that, like, remember when they did that big party for her that was, like, was two so two days old? Mm-hmm. And you see, like, two days old, excuse me, two days long. Mm-hmm. And they were showing, like, all the stuff that she's done for people over the years and just how amazing she is. And I remember, like, being sad. Because I grew up with mm-hmm. Oprah. I did, like. It felt like a secure thing every afternoon to know she was yeah. on. I do feel that void in my life. It's sad. It's like I'm blackish. I miss her every day. I know. <laughs> That's how I feel about her. I was like, sometimes so when I'm home that time of the day, I mean, I'm I like, oh. she's got her, her thing on O. And, oh, yeah. But it's not the same. Mm. It's not the same kind of a show. It's just interviewing people. It's not like, and granted, you can take certain tidbits from her interviews now, but it's just not the same. I don't know why it isn't the same though. She was really because she was really remember, teaching did, remember, you. Like I that. forgot if it was on her show or if it was own, but remember she went to like an Amish society and she was like living with them for a little while. Yeah, I don't think that and, was like, on own yet. I think that was still it was her, her show then. Yeah, maybe yeah, I don't I think it was on. Yeah, it was like all these little things. She would really like. She was really teaching you. She was, yeah, she would do like such a breadth of experiences <laughs> that you could experience at home. And that's the thing that I, you know, remember her saying that had she not been doing the talk show, she would have been a school teacher. Mm, But it's like you are a Mm -hmm. teacher. Yeah. You're not in a school. Your studio is the classroom. Mm -hmm. But she is a teacher. Like she was always teaching. Yeah. And like that statement right there Mm -hmm. is just a testament to how wonderful she is. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like when I read it, I was like, oh my God. Because that was just one of those things, just like the right thing at the right time. Just like I remember this clip. I, I think I sent it to like my little cousins. But basically she was talking about, you know, taking flight and just mm-hmm. soaring and just being the best person you can be. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, mm. She's my Dalai Lama. 
Oprah Lama. Oprah Lama. <laughs> but that's the thing that's crazy to me, because I can't think of anyone else. Like, granted, Ellen does have an afternoon show, but it's just not the same, because hers is so, like... It's a Goofy. different flavor. Yeah. Yeah, I love Ellen. But, but Yeah, it's, me too, but they're different. You can't compare it, because yeah. there's nothing like that on the air nope. to me, where it's like, you hit really hard-hitting issues, but then you can also do fun stuff. You know, she comes from a different time, though. She mm-hmm. comes... Because you remember, Oprah comes when, like... Daytime talk TV was like for real, mm-hmm. like Donahue, Donahue yeah. and Sally Jesse Raphael. Like mm-hmm. Donahue was the shit. Like I don't know if you remember him, but that motherfucker. Yeah, my grandma used to watch him. Yeah, because he was the shit, man. He That's was the first legit. time I ever knew gay people existed. Really? As a child, mm-hmm, I'll be honest, because like it was on, and they were having gay weddings. I remember I distinctly asked my grandma, I was like, "Oh, what? Like two women and two men can get married?" Uh-huh. And they're like, "Yeah," and it was on Donahue. And that must have been like what eighty eight? Yeah, it's more than twenty years ago. Like, yeah, because I was a I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, I just always grew up around different kinds of folks. Because mm-hmm. I remember I told you I thought Boy George was normal. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't. <laughs> I didn't think anything was weird about him wearing barrettes and makeup. I was mm-hmm. like, oh okay. Yeah, no, I was. Li- that's the point I make. I was little, where I was like, it wasn't even like. like but yeah, what? but it's still like, yeah. As I'm saying, like back in the day, like mm-hmm. talk shows were like legit. I mean, granted, not everybody was about like mm-hmm. hard hitting stuff, and they did do extra for you know the cameras and stuff like that. But for the most part, back in the day, like they are not what they are today. No, like it's so gimmicky Ricky today. Lee. Yeah, she was, like, in between. Like, she tried to have, like, real stuff, and you mm-hmm. could see oftentimes the sincerity in her face. But then, you know, she did that gimmicky stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was kind of like either or. Like, Jerry kind of started off trying to be good, but he mm-hmm. just went for the gimmick. Yeah. And it worked for him, because I fucking love Jerry Springer. Mm-hmm. And I still to this day, if I could be... I don't even know if that show's still on the air, to be honest with you. I thought but, that the um, security dude got a spinoff. He did, but Jerry Springer, yeah, uh, he had yeah. a spinoff, but he's trying to be all wholesome and shit. I don't know what his deal is. <laughs> he needs to go just get Jump out of here. Jump in a here. lake. <laughs> but no, Jerry Springer, like, I live for the garbage, I live for the trash, and Jerry Springer owns it. He owns the whole trash TV thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's totally, 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 totally my deal, but yeah. She had, you know, good teachers, I guess, mm-hmm. or a good uh, kind of foundation to start from. Mm-hmm. And she took it and she... But also, good. here's the thing, and I forgot some comedian who made a joke about this, like, people forget Oprah used to do kind of some of that sensationalized kind of when stuff. She first, but here's first the thing, started, like, I think she had to really. pay her dues, too. Like, oh, probably the network was like, oh, you need you to do this and this No, mess. she did, but it wasn't, mm-hmm. like, crazy, crazy. Like, mm-hmm. it was never... No, 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 yeah. it was never crazy, but it was mm-hmm. just... And also, for the time period, too, it was, like, before Jerry yeah, was you gotta get no. Thing. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Jerry wasn't always crazy. He tried to Mm -hmm. start, like, being legit. But he was smart enough to see that crazy just worked better for him. Mm -hmm. Mm. And that's just what it was, girl. Mm. (sighs) Crazy. Auntie Oprah. I know. She's just, like, amazing person. Yeah, exactly. One day we're going to be eating pizza together. I would love that. (laughs) I would love to pick lettuce in her garden. Girl, yes. (laughs) Make lettuce wraps. At her villa. I know. Talking about life. (laughs) Sharing our favorite mm-hmm. Maya Angelou quotes. <laughs> that would be amazing. Can you imagine if you were invited to her luncheons that she does? Oh, my God. With different influential women. I would wear some Depends because I feel like I would just, like, <laughs> piss myself. Every time she spoke to me, I'd be like, ooh, clinch, 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 clinch. And I just, yeah. 
Fudge. Too much. It is. Okay. So we got to. You have to take it back down again, I guess. Yes! The time has come to take it down. Shit bag of the week. All right, you going? Okay, I can go. Let's go. So for me. Uh-oh. So, okay. So my shit bag of the week. So I don't know if you remember this story, but that student at Columbia University, her name is um, Emma Sokowitz. She was the young lady who was carrying around her mattress because she had been sexually assaulted and the school wasn't doing anything about it. So as a oh, public protest, she was carrying yeah. her mattress mm-hmm. around. So she's not the shitbag of the week. Because basically like the judge throughout the case, clearing the guy, um, Paul Nunjesser, of all the rape charges. So now this freak, Mr. Paul, has decided to sue the school because he felt like... You know, they should have protected him. They should not have let that girl walk around with a mattress and that she got sexually assaulted. And, you know, that basically his life was so hard after. How about your life is pretty hard after you've been sexually assaulted? Mm-hmm. How about it kind of sucks that, you know, an institution or a group of people who are being paid to make sure you're okay don't look after you because you've been sexually assaulted? I mean, really, guy? Mm-hmm. Is he really looking for sympathy? That is like, crazy. how about not rape people? Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> like, oh, I'm so sorry. I, that's Your a thought. feelings weren't considered in this matter. That's a thought. I mean, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. So for me, he's a shitbag of the week. The guy yeah, who said, it's okay stupid. to sexually assault somebody, and granted, I wasn't there, mm-hmm. but I truly cannot imagine this young lady walking around school with a big-ass freaking mattress to prove a point Mm-mm. about being raped and being ignored. I'm sorry. I shouldn't... I, I'm sorry. So, yeah, he gets no sympathy from me, Mm-mm. and I think he's a little jerk. He is a little And jerk. I think it's very amusing that he's going to sue the school because he was basically saying, oh, he got humiliated because, you know, I raped a girl and she told on me. I mean, that's essentially how I feel about it. Yeah, it's like, uh, cry me a fucking river. Yeah, please. And Goodbye. drown in your fucking river that you just uh, cried, please. Please. That is ridiculous. Please. When I hear stuff like that, I'm just like, are these people, like, delusional? Like, what's the issue? I think he's just delusional. <laughs> Like, I hope there's muscle illness or something else that's coming into play here because you are not making sense. Yeah, and he sued, like, one of the professors because um, the, the professor, one of her professors allowed her to make her experience an art piece. And now he's trying to sue the professor for that, too. Are you kidding me? Girl. Get and out it's of like, here with all that. You know, if you're somebody who's gone through something traumatic, like... You need whatever you need to help you cope with the mm-hmm. situation. Right. So, yeah, maybe she decided to turn it into an art piece to, number one, help her heal, mm-hmm. and number two, to make everyone aware that this fucker is here, he exists, and this is what it is, and mm-hmm. this is what happened, versus her going shooting up heroin or getting drunk. Or right. Snorting. I mean, because that's some damaging-ass mm-hmm. shit that can happen to you. And this bitch is trying to sue. Mm-mm. So I hope he loses his case. Yep. And I hope that by him suing... That so many more people learn his fucking name mm-hmm. because this is going to be, you know, in the news. It's, it was in the news already. Right. But I just hope it makes him, puts him out there even more. Me too. So people know, like, hey, mm-hmm. you are a sexual offender. Hmm. 
thing you're yeah. trying to soothe. Exactly. Like, also, if like you said, if you didn't want to be out there, don't fucking rape somebody. There you go. Done deal. Done. Done. You're the one who put yourself in the situation. Done. As a rapist. Exactly. Because sh- cause here's the other side of that, of that, right? It's like, okay, let's just say in a different universe... If we just, I don't know, we, if we just crawl through a wormhole right now and this dude was totally innocent of everything. The fact that doubt exists, like mm-hmm. that little bit, that little bit of doubt that, oh, you possibly did it. You, yeah, that's going to fuck you up too. So like, yep. why bring more attention to yourself by right. having this fucking lawsuit? Mm. Mm-mm. But I'll fuck him. Mm-hmm. And pretty much, yeah. He's exactly. my shitbag of the week. Yeah, you put the good rapist one. who got pissed and decided to sue. Yep. <laughs> because he's a rapist. Exactly. Like, oh, I did the crime, but uh, <laughs> that's like I me, don't want anyone to know. That's what I'm saying. That's like me stealing meat from Safeway, and then I trip going out, and people laugh at me. I'm going to sue you, Safeway, because I tripped while I was stealing people your meat. People probably do that. Girl, I'm sure yeah, they do. That sounded. I wouldn't even be surprised. Totally. Viable. It's probably something. I, maybe I read about it, and that's why it's in there like that. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> so mine is, you know... It's a different kind of shit bag. Oh, let's hear it. So, trophy hunter, Rebecca Francis. Wait, time out. What's a trophy hunter? A trophy hunter is someone who hunts an animal oh, just duh. for the sake of, like, you know, I'm it used, being big or for the tusks. I'm used to just big game hunting. Yeah. Okay, it's but the, it's called... They it's call called... it trophy hunter. Probably big oh, game okay. hunting is the same thing. So no, here, I, I just never heard I'm going to show term. you the image. So, there's a lot of images of oh, her Jesus. with giraffes. Like, proudly, oh like, God. here's another one that's horrible. This one is so gross. So, it's a giraffe what that's dead, fuck? and a lady laid, laid down next to it and is smiling. Oh, my God. So, I didn't realize that Ricky Gervais was a big animal activist. Uh-huh. But, I mean, you don't even have to be on record as an animal activist Dude, those to think that horrible. shit is disturbing and weird. Yeah, that's fucking disturbing so, and disgusting. Why would you want to have a bloody-ass giraffe head that close to your face and be proud right. that you're the and person just be smiling, who like, put that yeah. hole in his fucking head? Exactly. Ugh, disgusting. So... The thing that Ricky Gervais put initially was, well done. He put this on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You managed to shoot a stationary 14-foot peaceful creature with a high-velocity rifle. Very sporting. Mm-hmm. So it just, you know, it just went, he went ham on Twitter, basically. And the punchline is, he put a picture of him laying down to some rice and some tofu. <laughs> and he put, this tofu and rice was old and sad and wanted to kill it. Now I will eat it. So, you know, definitely making a statement like, these... These bitches are crazy. That's how I And here's another one with a lion. It's like fucking crazy. Oh my God. And the thing that's even crazier to me is this big game hunter or trophy hunter, Rebecca Francis, came back and tried to say it was a sexist issue. Girl, it's please. like, are you fucking kidding me? Regardless of man, woman, because um, I know they were getting, does this. They were like, talking shit about upset. Donald Trump's sons. Remember when Donald Trump's sons had those pictures of them big game hunting with those dead animals, they got flagged too. Yeah. No, it's not a sex issue. It's just, to you me, just kill totally an animal. unnecessary. Yes. For what? Where are you going to put... And this on multiple giraffes and big animals. That's what I'm saying. I feel the same way. Like, and if you ain't hunting for food... Yeah. What, you, what you doing? What? Why are you killing Bambi? Why? And then be proud about that Come shit. Come on. Just get out of my... Are you kidding me? So I can put his... I'm going to put Bambi's Unless head above my fireplace. these animals are about to attack you and you have Thank no you. other option but to shoot them, I don't see why... Thank you. This is just cruel and unusual Thank to you. me. Thank you. That's how I feel. I don't feel like it's a bad bitch move. Like, oh, I'm a bad bitch. No, I can you ain't also no shoot bad a, bitch. I'm a shoot, shoot a giraffe. giraffe. 
I'm like, what? Who's sitting there eating some goddamn eucalyptus leaves? What the fuck they hell eat? Hella peaceful. Thank like, you. That's what I'm saying. Like you said, with a high-velocity rifle, what the hell are you... Thank what you. kind of hunting is that? That's not hunting. Like, that is like fishing with dynamite. Exactly. <laughs> it's not hunting at all. Are you kidding me? I don't, I don't even understand that. It's so, that woman is definitely a shitbag, because what the fuck is wrong with your soul that you have to lay down smiling next to a dead-ass giraffe? That's just nasty. That's just weird. Like, it's just nasty, too. What is wrong with your psyche? But did you see how close that bloody-ass giraffe head was next to her? Yeah. No. And to me, it's like, what are you going to really do? Cut off the head and mount it? Like, what are you That's doing? That's my whole point. When people go out hunting, if it's not for food, uh-uh. why do you need to do that? I'm saying you go hunt uh, go hunt Bambi and put Bambi's head above your fireplace and mm-hmm. say, yeah, I killed that. That's so disgusting Why are you proud? Me. Yes, it's it like, is. What? I just want to know what the psychology is behind that. Like, what in crazy makes you think that that's okay? Because like, they're crazy. Uh, yeah, I think that today I'm just going to go out and, you know, kill an innocent animal and just put them above my mantle. Oh, and that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah, going to do, yeah, I'm gonna do it from, like, 100 yards away. Yeah, like, <laughs> not to worry uh, about nothing. Uh-uh. Mm, stupid. Exactly. So the shit bags we had this week were real, like, shit bags. They were. Shitty, Ugh. shitty bags. What's that bitch's name again? Um, sorry, go, go and you back. know I don't really like calling people bitches. In but she's case, a bitch in my totally book. It's totally justified. justified. I mean, you shouldn't even hesitate a moment. Oh, I'm not. You I went on her name. Rebecca Francis. Rebecca Francis. Mm-hmm. Rebecca Francis. What a bitch. Oh, she definitely is. All her right. and Mr. Nungesser. <laughs> How the fuck you pronounce that crazy I like that ass he, last he laid, name? That Ricky Gervais laid down next to the tofu and rice. I that's, like that too. That's pretty funny. It is funny. I don't even really understand people sometimes and why they even like. I just it's always funny to me when people do stupid ass shit. Cause you sit back and wonder like, what were you thinking? To me, that shit should be illegal. Honestly, like I don't know why. No, it is illegal. Then how is this lady getting away with it? A lot of places it is illegal to hunt certain animals. Oh, you think she's just in a place where it is legal? Maybe. Maybe. Mm. I don't know where she is. I just know that she's disgusting. And that's it. Mm-hmm. So we have come to the end of our of our podcast where we ask some questions to each other from the scruples deck. Okay. So I did something a little differently this week. What did you do, Lee Lee? Okay. I saw a question that was on Insta and I, you know, screenshotted it and saved it for this occasion. Okay. To ask you. Okay, what is the Ready? question? Yes. Ladies, but in this case I'm gonna say Mimi Star. What? A guy takes you out on a date to a Oh, nice of course you're gonna ask me this. Okay. Whoa, this is like a good question. It has nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. Opens your door. Pulls out your chair. Wait, let's stop because I was talking shit. You want me to, to start you. again? Yeah, start again. Start let's again. start again. Okay. Ladies. What? A guy takes you on a date to a nice restaurant. Okay. Opens your door. Okay. Pulls out your chair. Okay. And will gladly pay. Okay. Except. Uh oh. As you're ordering, he lets you know he has a $25 budget, drink included. What do you do? Mm. Okay. <laughs> this is like deep, right? This could go a lot. Of... It could go a lot of ways. You say your answer, and then I'll say my little comment. You know me and my mood. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. I feel like if you know that my budget is twenty five dollars, do not take me to a place. Or if I order anything other than this one item or this two items, mm-hmm. that I'm going to go with my fucking budget. Right. I have no problem with you mm-hmm. needing to cap your spending. That's fine. Yeah. 
Okay? Because I don't know, because we're not really getting into details about whatever this person's circumstances are. Mm-hmm. But don't take me to goddamn Chez Panis and tell me I got a $25 limit. Yeah, Because guess what? That's like a slice of fucking that's pizza. That's like an endive. Thank you. With no goddamn sauce on it. <laughs> fucking endive, endive. And a glass of Ugh. lemon spritzer, okay? Exactly. And the bread basket. It's like, come on. So that's my problem. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fine. You drove me. You being chivalrous and opening the door and stuff like that. But if you know you can't really spend too much... Let's not go someplace overly fancy. Right. Shit. Find a cute cafe. Find just a regular ass um, restaurant. Mm-hmm. I mean, damn. Yeah, if so... I'm really feeling nice. No, we ain't going oh, there. No, we ain't going there. Okay. I was going to say Olive Garden being funny, but uh, I fucking hate that shit. Uh, no, but real talk, though. Did I really just say real talk? I did. Uh, no, but seriously. Andre said that. If you say real talk, I probably won't trust you. All right, go ahead. What did he say? Oh, speaking of Andre 3000, I have something to say about that, and I'll like, tell you in a second. But no, like I just feel it's not the, the, the price range is not the issue, but I think that if you know that you are working on a budget, Mm-hmm. Do not take me somewhere where if I need to stay within that $25 budget, mm-hmm. that I'm limited to one or two things. Because what if those one or two things are things that I don't eat? What right. if I'm vegetarian? What mm-hmm. if I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. damn, plan some shit out. What's You're the one me? who took me on this fucking date. It's not like I said, hey, take me here. Motherfucker, you took me. So you need to make sure your ducks are in order. And it's so funny you say that because Mm-mm. I was... I was on the same wavelength as you. Mm-hmm. My response to this question, just sorry, this question to me warrants some discussion. Yeah. Um, to me, it's like all about creativity. If you have a $25 budget, you can do something cute with $25 a person and not have to go to an expensive restaurant. Thank you. You could pack, go to Costco, get your little meats and cheeses, baguette, whatever well, the wait, fuck. Wait, time, time out, time out, time out, time out. Slow this mm-hmm. down. Where are we eating this meal that he got at Costco? Are we eating at his house? Are we at no, a park somewhere? No, what if he goes to a park? He like okay, packs that's fine. wine, yeah, does the whole like, thing. I'm not going to his he house. He could probably do it for a cool $300. 300 sorry, $30. $300. I added a $30. Sorry, the Prosecco started coming in. A cool $30 mm-hmm. for both of you and go to a park mm-hmm. with a cute little basket full of wine and breads, cheeses. No, yeah. Whatever the fuck. I'm down for that. To me, that's game. It's like you're going to show some little creativity. Yep. Stay within your budget. Yep. Still not look cheap. Yep. I think that's better. It is better. Even burritos. Let's get burritos and go to this oh, you know, spot. I live for that. Something like that. Get to, you know, be creative I with live it. for street tacos. You know what I mean? Something. It doesn't matter what you're eating as long as you're doing something cute and you're getting to spend What's our time. taco truck? $1.50 tacos? Oh, he'd have my heart. I know. <laughs> that place is so good. I swear to God. And that other night, I felt like they were extra good. They were. It was just sliding down the carnitas. So, yeah. More of the story is... Men, if you listen to this, I'm just telling you, just be creative. Use be Google. Be creative. Google free Hell, Pinterest. parks. Yeah, Google and something. Pinterest. You get all kind of ideas. Ask somebody... That's true. You know, the hiker at your work be like, hey, Bob, what do you like to do? Where do you go? The whole point you is, know? it'd like, be stupid on. to take somebody to, you know, a $50, $60, $100 plate kind of place, mm-hmm. and they have a $25 limit with food and drink. Like, that seriously? That also kills the mood. It's like, you're going to a place where you got to break bread, and you're like, oh, $25? But that's what I'm saying. Like, just take them to a place where they'll stay within that limit. Right. You don't have to and have then, that conversation. Yeah. You, you could go to that. a cool little Thai spot. You could go anywhere. It's like you could go, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like the other side, too. In our age group, like, uh-huh. what are they doing that that's their limit? 
Whoa. I don't get mad at that because people might have student loans. People That's might true. not make that much. That's like, true. You know what I mean? You could work as a social worker. You don't make that much. Some of them do make bank, but still. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know. But I hear you. Teacher hear you. doesn't make that You know, all kinds of professions. Either way, just stay within your yeah. fucking means. But to me, you can just get creative. Just be creative. That's true. That's you don't true. have to, you know, I understand going to their house will be kind of weird, but just go someplace public. Right. I totally hear it. So what's your question? And I found this Uh-oh. just serendipitously. Oh, God. So, someone you don't particularly like Uh-oh. invites you to an expensive restaurant that you'd love to try. Do you go just for the meal? Okay. Mm-hmm. One thing you guys have to know about me on this podcast is I fucking love food. Mm. So what restaurant are we talking about? Girl, I don't know. I just said someone invites you to an expensive restaurant that you okay, don't... Okay. And the it... fact that they're inviting you, and this is 1986, I'm assuming that that person is paying. Okay. Because, you know, culturally it was okay. different back then. Like today, these kids, and they like technology mm-hmm. bullshit, be on some bullshit. So. It, has, it really depends on the person. If it's someone I don't like Again, an acquaintance. someone you don't particularly like. Okay. It would have to depend how much I don't particularly like them. Oh, fuck. To the point where you would need... You just... There you go. To the point where you would consider not going to this restaurant. Okay? That's how much you don't... Don't roll your eyes at me, Felix. (laughs) Felix the cat eyes rolling around in your head like those damn clocks. Listen. Um, Okay. If I... It really... Honestly, I I hate to be impartial on it, but it depends how much... If it's an acquaintance who... It's like we're just kind of outer associates. God damn it. You listen. You keep deviating. Someone you do not particularly like. So, of course, they're more likely to be an acquaintance and not your actual friend. So, just stick to the facts. So, knowing all the facts. That you don't fucking like them. That I know now. I will say a meal is often better with someone you like and enjoy. So, I would probably skip. I wouldn't. You would and have if they're a paying, meal. I'm going to have that meal. Mm. And guess what I'm going to order? Something more than $25. <laughs> That's why it was a hard decision for me nope. because I really like food. If it was a restaurant I had been wanting to try, I would be tempted to go there. Not for me. Because that's my little spiteful ass. And I don't like you, but you're going to pay for my food? Okay. Mm, well, that's what's happening right mm. now. And yes, I will just go just for the meal. Because I don't like you. Oof. And you know how I feel. If you don't you have just a spiteful... just be in your phone? Yeah. If you No. <laughs> I just pretend like I was at a work function. Oh, and just you know do, how like, you, the little, yeah, like, girl, PR. I'm being professional. Yeah, uh-huh. Because, you know, if you don't have a place in my heart, <laughs> I don't give a rat's ass about you. It's You're just like, the way it care. is. I don't care. And I can't fake it. Uh-huh. And I don't make any apologies about that mm-hmm. anymore at this stage in my life. It's like, well, whatever. So they would know what you see is what you get. Well, no, not so for this moment. I'd be professional. Is what you get for the- after the meal. There you go. <laughs> what you see. Is what you're gonna get later. Okay, so wait. Okay, what's up? What's your other question for me? I need to look at the deck. Oh my god, I'm surprised you didn't have anything. No, that was my only pre-locked and loaded one. Locked and loaded. So why are you looking for a card? I'm gonna tell you the Andre 3000 thing. Okay. So I was listening. So you know who Jose James is, right? Yes. Mr. Heaven on the Ground. Love that song. All his other stuff. So I was listening to him sing his rendition of Al Green's Simply Beautiful. Now, the thing about Jose James, like, I like his voice, but I don't necessarily like his voice for every song. And I think because Simply Beautiful is just one of those songs that just sort of, like, kind of snatch your soul and keeps it forever. Mm. 
the way, especially the way Al Green sings it, I don't know. It's just something about it. It just kind of takes you. Mm. So when I was listening to Jose James sing it, I mean, it wasn't bad. I, I, I could deal with it. But, like, for whatever reason, I got this image in my mind. Uh-oh. <laughs> that he was, that I was at, like, this family party. And he was the talented uncle that, like, all the single women had a crush on. And under 3,000 was my date at this party. <laughs> wait, were you, wait, wait, wait. Back up, back up, back up. All the details. <laughs> was this a dream? It, no, it's just the the image I got in my mind when I heard him singing Simply Beautiful. That was the image you got? Yeah, That's it was weird. Like, I just saw him. Descriptive. Like, just kind of sitting. You know how you go to parties? It's like, you know, different circles going on. So he was, like, sitting there, like, Terrence Howard with his guitar and the best <laughs> man. Like, strumming this song. And these women, you know, even women with their men were kind of, like, standing around him. Watching him strum this guitar and sing Simply Beautiful. Because he's got that voice, like. I don't know, he just, it just made me think of somebody's uncle for some reason. Whoa. And I was like, oh my god. You know, I, I was like, uncle over there singing, but like, under 3,000 was my, my date. Like, I wasn't <laughs> feeling Jose, because he's my uncle. But like, <laughs> I felt like I was in like the 70s, and like, under 3,000 was my man at this party. Whoa. And we were listening to my uncle, like, you know, woo all the ladies. Whoa. That's uh, really descriptive. And you were sober at the time? I think so. Whoa. That's like, I'm just stuck on that right now. So where does your mind go at any given moment? Man, it just goes. Nobody knows. I don't really understand it, but I appreciate it because it can be very entertaining Mm -hmm. on long car rides. It just, it reminds me of when you heard Happy. Oh my God. By Pharrell and the visual that that conjured up for you. (laughs) That's what that just reminded me of. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Are you going to tell the folks at home? Fine. But basically, (laughs) when Happy first came out, I loved Happy. Happy was my favorite song, like, hands down. I loved it. But, of course, you know, it was played all the time, everywhere, blah, happy, happy, happy. So I I grew to hate it. (laughs) But before I grew to hate it, I got this really weird image. So, like, you know how Pharrell sings it. It's like... I'm alone. Like, it has, like, that kind of, like, old man kind of, kind of thing going on. So, the image I got in my head was this older... Well, here we go. It was like a grandpa dog. Oh, Grandpa dog. So, if you picture, like, an older dog, like, I don't know. He was kind of St. Bernardy, but not really. Just, like, a big kind of old dog in a sweater. And he was, like, singing. So, like, put Pharrell's voice, come along if you feel. Like, put that voice with the dog. Like, I don't know why. Like, that's what I get. Because it reminds me of, like, an old grandpa dog who's sitting in an armchair wrapped in a sweater reading stories to his puppy grandbabies. Mm. And that's it. And I was sober when I thought about that. Oof. And to say that, I know it sounds like I do things a lot, and I really don't. I just have a really insane imagination. And I saw a grandpa dog. Vivid imagination. And that's it. And that's all I'm going to share about that. There we go. So do you have my question I found a question. As a famous athlete, you were offered $100,000 to endorse a product you wouldn't use. Mm -hmm. Do you endorse it? And this was the 80s, so this is probably like $300,000 now. Yeah, I would. I mean, it depends on the product. Like, if it was, Okay, like, if it was Depends. 
<laughs> I don't know. Well, see, I already said I'd wear the pants when I went to meet Oprah because I, know. I feel like I You're already endorsing it. So I probably would because the pins are helpful to people. So I do that. But it was like, I don't know, fluorescent crack pipes? No, mm-hmm. I wouldn't do something like that because <laughs> I would never, ever, 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 and I wouldn't want anyone else to ever, ever, ever. Right. But if it was something that I didn't use but that I felt like was helpful to somebody else, mm-hmm. I'd endorse it. So where do you draw the line? Fluorescent crack pipes, like so I just you would said. Just, okay, anything else? Like, would you do, you know? I don't know. Give me something. I can't like, think. Like, okay, let's say if it was a company that you knew they'd used sweatshop workers. Who would doesn't do use it? sweatshop workers? Okay, so you know. In reality, sweatshop workers, sometimes they're beneficial to the countries they're in. Mm-hmm. In some cases, depending on how they're run. So, yeah, that's a whole other thing in itself. Definitely. Like, if they're on that Gwyneth Paltrow diet. <laughs> that's totally sufficient for a human. <laughs> No, but for real, give me something. What can you think of that, like, you think, like, put it this way. So, like, I'll No, okay, well, maybe you brought the, well, I'm sorry, I just thought of this now. So, you brought up the the sweatshops. Like, if it was something that I knew was maybe into, like, human trafficking. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's something that I know is, like, legit, like, fucked up, no, I would not endorse it for the money. Mm-hmm. Even if I were in dire straits, like, I couldn't. I was right. saying, like, like I said, I know I'm being funny about the fluorescent crack pipe, but if mm-hmm. it was something that I felt would just be... It goes against your ethics. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't mind... Or let's say, like, if you knew that this one company was heavily supporting, I don't know. What else I'm saying? Nukes if it, or, like, like, I don't know. What else I'm saying? Like, if it was something that I really felt like, like I said, went against my own personal moral code, mm-hmm. like, I don't I would not. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. So, I'll give you an example. But, like, some bullshit, like, I don't know, like some Lisa hemorrhoids, Rina? cream. Do you know All who right. she is? Who? Lisa Rinna? Yeah. So, she's on Housewives now. That's so the lady with them big-ass lips, mm-hmm. with that botched plastic surgery. Yep. Yeah. So, she is a spokesperson for Depends, and she's I very know. candid being like, you know, I will take a check. Like, well, you know, if they give me Depends, I'll rock it. I'll do that little thing. Yeah, I don't, that's what I'm saying. I ain't got no, no shame So, I think if it's something like that, where it's like, okay, it's a product, maybe it's not the sexiest product in the world, but they're paying me. Oh, I don't care about that. That's you what I'm saying. What I mean? that... Versus, like, an ethically, like, conscious company, if there was, like, a conflict with that. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I feel like it could be beneficial to people, or I didn't know, you know, that they were into some horrible shit, like, mm-hmm. like I said, like, human trafficking, or, you know, just some crazy stuff. Then I'm fine. Like mm-hmm. I said, bring it on. Depends. Right. Icy hot. Yeah, exactly. Blood cream. Whatever. <laughs> Hemorrhoid cream. I'll take that check. <laughs> Do you ever get a dingle in your dongle? <laughs> dingle you in your dongle. Dongle in your dingle. Dingle in get your dongle. Get our hemorrhoid cream. Wow, we need to go into the jingle business. Hammer cream with your dingles and your dongles. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I just, <laughs> a part of me feels like I want to ask you one of these outdated ones. Please I, do. Because I think it's so funny. Do I it. really, really think that they are really funny, but I have not decided if that's something you would want to do. Well, just ask the question. And can I just mention that these, I mean, you showed me this a long time ago from what? someone else. What? But these little things... With, like, the crazy-ass avatars oh, are yeah. blowing up. Yeah, they are. That's that. Was, my sister had, had made some mm-hmm. of all of us, and I thought they were pretty funny. That is crazy. All right. 
<laughs> Here you go. This one is cute, though, because it totally Uh-oh. hits home. So. Uh-huh. Wait on me. After your guests leave, you discover a $20 bill on the sofa where their <laughs> guest was sitting. Mm-hmm. Do you make a point of returning it? Finders keepers, losers weep. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my house. It's my property now. I hear you, girl, but I don't no, agree with kidding. that. No, I'm just I wouldn't do that. Mm-mm. You know I wouldn't do that because that happened recently. I know because you found my $20. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, hey, girl, is know. this it? Like, <laughs> That's my money, yes. I really it thought it was it. gone the way you were talking. You are like, oh, I couldn't find it. I yeah, I was so pissed because like, you know me and money. I yeah. hate losing it. I hate, like, And a 20 is substantial. It's not like you lost a dollar. Even saying, a dollar a would suck, but, like, that's 20 bucks? That's two meals. Possibly three. Yeah, that's close feeling. to your limit that you have for dinner out of $5. <laughs> Save it for that hot date. <laughs> hot date to date to date date. I would be pissed if someone took me to some fancy ass restaurant and was like, oh, your cap is 25. I guess I'll get the Caesar salad and some water. That's what i Depends on where you go. Yeah, it's like, uh. But anyways, yeah, I would definitely tell people. I would send a little group text afterwards. Like, did someone lose the 20? Yeah, you know the awesome thing about that is you find uh-huh. out the character of the people at your party. Right. Because you'll be like, so many people will be like, oh, that's mine. That's mine. Yeah. And it's like, well, who the fuck does it belong to? I know. Really? I need to DNA test this shit. Exactly. <laughs> Can I fingerprint anybody, everybody next time? <laughs> so funny. Oh, my God. All right. Well, it looks like we've reached the end of the road. The end of the road. You can't let go. Do it natural. You belong to me. So, yeah. All right, guys. Wait. What? I know you're not saying no all right, guys. What do you mean all right, guys? Because you gotta remember, they gotta send us whatever they oh, want us to talk about. Yes. We are kids in the corner. At, at gmail.com. But you didn't even give a word of fucking wisdom. You I know, just, like, I was just ready out. to go. I was just like, Ugh. such a hater. I'm just getting hot in this closet. It's just like, Ugh. oh my god, I can't Constricting. stand you. Constricting. Just can't stand you. So What's your word of wisdom? Is don't shoot giraffes. Mm-hmm. It's not very nice. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have the upper hand mm-hmm. with a high power rifle. I mean, unless there's a rabbit giraffe, I just don't see any need for it. So just just keep that in your back pocket for a rainy day. Don't shoot giraffes. I'm on the same page as you. Mm-hmm. Because I also feel that if you rape someone, don't be mad they walked around with the matches you raped them on. I feel right. like if you raped them, well. I guess I'll rewind. You shouldn't have raped them. Because mm-hmm. if you didn't rape them, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be walking around with a mattress saying, hey, school, you didn't protect me. Precisely. And then be mad and, like, sue people because, you know, mm-hmm. you're a known fucking rapist. There you go. Or Boom. sexual assaulter since he wasn't convicted of rape. Whatever the fuck ever. He's still a bitch-made-ass <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Okay, that's all I got. All right. Until next time. Yeah. Email us. Where are they emailing us at? Ask us questions. That's what, what you're I don't want them to, to ask us questions. Uh-huh. I want them to tell. I, look. No, I want to. I just want suggestions of things you should talk about. Yeah. Questions. Not, okay, okay. If they want to know our horoscope, our astrological signs. If you need suggestions <laughs> for where to take a date Aquimini. on $25. That's our. That's, that's huh? who we are. Aquimini. Aquimini. <laughs> I like that. Aquimini. <laughs> All right. My boo forever. Well, until next time. Come along if you feel I didn't think that's love you!